spiritual slang like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or won't he do it? Because <laughs> you know he really will. Hey. Hello. Welcome to Spiritual Slang. I'm the host Chanel and this is my podcast where we talk about the real stuff and I put myself on blast. No. But welcome to another episode of Spiritual Slang. How are y'all doing? I hope you're doing good. Life is good. No matter what you're going through, there's always a light at the end of it. Remember that. But I'm super, super pumped about this episode, mainly because it's a long time coming in the sense that there was a lot of different steps to it, not the episode specifically, but the subject of the episode. But as soon as I started taking those steps, I was like, this is something I'm going to talk about on spiritual slang, and I cannot wait to talk about it. And here we are. It's 11 p.m. and I'm recording it. (laughs) So... The subject of this episode is a huge reason why I'm in the season that I'm currently in. If you listen to last episode, episode 12, I talked about being in a transitional season where I felt like I was leaving a life that I had created for myself to really embark and walk in a life that God was calling me to walk in. And so this subject and the main example that I'm going to talk about in this episode plays a huge part in me being in that season. This was something that I never thought I would do, yet alone like have peace about doing. But that's the thing about God. He always has a funny way of having us do things that we never thought we could ever do, which now that I'm thinking about it, it's because we can sometimes box ourselves in and kind of label ourselves as being able to do this, this, and that, and not being able to do this, this, and that. And so a lot of times we won't ever embark on things that we say that we can't do. But when you really start to walk with God and you really just open your life to allow God to lead you, he will have you do a bunch of things that were on your list of things that you couldn't do just to show that you can do anything through him. Before we dive into the subject of the podcast, I do want to kind of reiterate what spiritual slang is about. Spiritual slang is a space that I created on this podcast where I talk about a lot of things that I've gone through in my life in hopes of helping and encouraging anybody who looks like me. Not looks like me externally, but looks like me internally. So what I mean by that is anyone that has gone through similar issues that I've gone through or are currently going through some of the issues that I've gone through. Um, And I really hope that me talking about them and creating this transparent, real, open space to talk about them, that it encourages you and lets you know that at the end of every dark tunnel, there is a light, no matter how dark it is, no matter how pitch black it is, there is a light at the end of it. And I am living proof because this podcast is a light at the end of so many dark tunnels for me. And I'm thankful that I was able to really, really keep going through the dark just so that I can get to this point. With that being said, today we are going to be talking about life-changing decisions that would cause you to question everything around you. Also, 
with that, just taking faith steps to really do what God is telling you to do or to do what you feel in your spirit you have to do in order for you to take your life to the next level. And these decisions are never easy. They require a lot of prayer and meditating on them and a lot of times working through a bunch of emotions and feelings and what ifs and doubts and fears and all of that. In this episode, I'm going to be referencing one main really big example that I recently experienced and it was recently probably one of the biggest faith steps that I've ever taken. But faith steps can happen in all forms, not just relative to my example, but also in relationships, in locations, in jobs, in everything. And so it really is relevant for everyone. Without further ado, to get into the meat of this podcast, the faith step and decision that I recently had to make for my life was leaving my place of comfortability, leaving a place where I had found so much identity in and really just following what God was telling me to do. And that place that I'm referring to is my job. I was at this job for over four years. I identified myself fully by this job, completely. And I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. But it was like a part of me. It was who I was. It was life-changing, though, because not only was I there for so long, but because of what it meant for me to leave, who the decision was requiring me to become, and what I was going to do next. It meant that I was no longer going to be the person that I worked so hard on creating. It meant that I was really going to have to put all of my faith into God. It couldn't just be 30% faith into God and then 70% faith into me. Because in the past, it was like that, where I had, you know, a certain amount of faith for God. But in my core, I knew most of my faith was in my abilities. Most of my faith is in what I could do and how I can make my life work and how this was going to work out for me and how I could figure it out. So this decision really meant that I was going to give it all to God and put all my faith in him and see what he could do and just trust that what he said would come to pass and trust that he had a plan for me. I basically was going to have to become someone that I didn't recognize, but was definitely better than who I was. And I was going to have to become someone that could do what God was calling me to do. To clear that up for a second is that When I say I would have to become someone that could do what God was calling me to do means I just had to see myself right. A lot of the time we can be presented with opportunities or a blessing or something can be put on our spirit that we have to do or we should do, but we don't do it because we don't think we can actually do it. And so we don't have enough faith in ourselves and we don't see ourselves right. Because we're like, okay, well, if I don't have this experience or if I didn't go here, or if I didn't get raised like this, then I can't actually do it. With this decision that I was making, I was going to have to make sure I see myself right. If I was going to leave my job and really put all my faith in God and trust that I could do what he was telling me to do, then I was going to have to really not just say I could do it, but believe that I could do it. And that was going to require me to make sure I was seeing myself right in that moment, that I was seeing myself right in where I could go. 
making the decision to leave my job after I had been there for so long, had so much security in it and was extremely comfortable in it was definitely a process. I'm going to walk you through that process and just show you and explain to you the different steps that I went through in accepting this and gaining the strength to actually make the decision, but also honestly tell you about how I felt at those different steps because it wasn't always enlightened or joyful or anything like that. Like there were moments that were, I felt really, really low, but no matter what along the way, God was in each and every one of those steps. So we can trust that in any decision that we make, even when we don't see God as clearly or we don't hear from him as clearly, he never leaves our side. He's always there with us. Making a life-changing faith step, such as leaving your job to really walk in what God is calling you to do, because that's what I was doing. I wasn't leaving my job for another job. I was leaving my job to essentially be unemployed or self-employed in the kingdom because of what God was calling me to do and where he wanted my focus and priorities to be. Making this decision, though, came with so many feelings and emotions that occupied my mind on a daily basis. This was before I even made the decision. This was like leading up to the decision. I was having thoughts of, who am I going to be if I leave this job? What am I going to do if I leave this job? Is this the right decision or am I really just trying to leave? Is this really what God is telling me to do? I also had so many thoughts trying to tell me that like I couldn't do it. I couldn't leave the job. I couldn't do what God was calling me to do. I wasn't enough to do what he was telling me to do. I wasn't strong enough to do it. I wasn't creative enough to do it. And so I definitely was met with a lot of resistance with this decision. With that, this decision took about eight months to make, maybe even a little bit longer, but I sat on it for at least eight months. I know, a very long time. And within those eight months, it wasn't like I thought about it here and then never thought about it again. It was like a thing that occupied my mind, a decision that occupied my mind, a weight that I was carrying for eight months. It did not leave me. The thought of leaving my job did not leave me at all. Like I knew I had to do it. I knew there was something that there was a step that I needed to take in my life. And because I knew that, that feeling, that thought, that burden would not leave me. I believe it took so long for a few different reasons. One, of course, I had all those doubts and fears in my mind, like whether or not I was making the right decision, what I was going to do. I don't know if I can actually do this, but also because I didn't want to be so quick to make such a big decision. I wanted to make sure I was praying on it. I was meditating on the decision that I knew for certain, or at least as certain as I could be, that this was the right decision and that I understood where God was at in this. Another reason why it took so long is because I was extremely comfortable in where I was. I didn't hate my job. I want to make that clear. I didn't hate it. I grew there. I had good friends there. I was close with everyone there. Like, I didn't hate it. And so I was really comfortable where I was at. And I've been there for so long, it was like family to me. And so, of course, I didn't want to leave family. Like, I didn't 
I was scared to leave them, you know, and I was scared to not be with them or have a job there. And as I just mentioned briefly, another reason put plainly as to why it took so long is the fact that I was afraid. I was afraid of a lot of things that related to me leaving the job, which I'll get into in just a sec. My comfortability also came from the fact that this was a life that I had built for myself. This was a life that I had essentially wanted for a long time. I wanted to be this type of person who had these things, who was successful in this career and had a certain type of career and was just thriving in that. But as I mentioned in my identity episode is that I found identity in this job. And so because I found identity in this job, all those things that I was tying to it and saying that this is like kind of the life that I built for myself, it was the identity I built for myself. And so, of course, I didn't want to leave that. I was comfortable in it. It was how I knew myself. I was afraid of not being Chanel the marketer. Everyone had known me as this person who was in marketing and worked for this company. And so I was really afraid of just not being identified by that anymore because I was like, well, if I'm not Chanel the marketer, then who am I? And if I don't know who I am, then I have no worth and I have no value. But that's completely false. Your value and worth does not lie in anything or anyone, job, relationship, opportunity, location, anything. It does not lie in that. But that was something I had to learn. That was something I had to work through because that is how I felt in that moment. I was also afraid, honestly, of not being in control. I have an episode out on control issues. And so I've dealt with wanting to be in control of everything in my life. People, things, jobs, opportunities, the persona of how people viewed me, how people thought about me, all of that. Like I've always just wanted to be in control of all of that. And I feel like for a lot of my life, I have been in control, or at least I think I have. I I don't really know, but like I feel like I have, like I've been able to feel satisfied that I was. And so with leaving my job came the fear of not being in control. I wasn't going to be in control because I didn't really know the next steps that God was telling me to take. That's the thing. Sometimes God will call us to do things, but he'll only reveal them step by step by step. And so each time we are obedient and we actually take the step, then he reveals another step. And then he reveals the next thing and he continues to give you vision. But he doesn't give it to us all at once because if he gave it to us all at once, then it's like, of course, we're going to go. It doesn't require any faith, you know? Um, And so he did that with me where he was calling me to make this decision. Again, this is all the thoughts and things that are going through my mind and I'm dealing with before actually telling my bosses that I was leaving. So this was in that eight month period leading up to it. And so I was like, well, I don't know if I can do it, Lord, because I need to know what you want me to do. And I need to know how I'm going to do this or how I'm going to make money and how I'm going to pay my bills and all of that stuff. And I really just felt like God was like, you need to trust me. And as soon as you trust me and you make that decision, I'll reveal more to you. I feel like it was like he couldn't do it unless I made the decision because I was trying to base my decision off of how he was going to do it. But it wasn't time for me to know that. Over the course of that time period, God really worked with me through those fears and those doubts and those control issues and all of that that was 
essentially preventing me from making the decision. He really worked with me through those. And when that happened, I received a bunch of realizations and like little pieces of revelation where they gave me peace and comfort in knowing that I was making the right decision and that and they were confirming that I should make that decision. One of those things was that during the time period where I just had the burden of knowing I needed to make a decision but not doing it because I was afraid, I really started to be unhappy with the job. But I couldn't necessarily point to one thing. It wasn't like this specific incident happened and that's why I was unhappy. I just stopped being happy with it which was extremely surprising to me because for a very long time I was really happy with it like I loved it but during that time period where it was like okay now I'm like building up to make a decision that I know I need to make I started to get frustrated with the job I started to be really unhappy and what I realized through that was that I was sitting in an old blessing something that was once a blessing now was an expired blessing So it just didn't fit anymore. When something's expired and it doesn't fit, we tend to lose passion for it, are more irritable towards it, where, you know, things that I was once okay with doing all of a sudden annoyed me and I didn't want to do. The thing that really shook me with this, though, based off of the type of person I am, is that when you lose passion for something, anything really, you tend not to operate at your best level, right? You tend to just do things just to do them and kind of just checking off the boxes and really just, all right, this is good. This is good. This is cool, whatever. But you don't operate at your full potential because you don't necessarily have passion for it. And that's where I ended up being. That's the space that I ended up living in is that I wasn't operating at my full potential. Now, you've learned anything from my podcast episodes, you would know that I have very high expectations for myself. I know I'm working on it and I've learned to just kind of lower that bar and give myself grace and not feel like I need to be perfect, of course. But there are moments in my life that will trigger those expectations that I have on myself. And so me not operating at my full potential and really, to be frank, operating at like 50% or maybe 60% and I'm used to and I'm the type of person that will operate at 100% because I just like to especially if I'm passionate about something like I will give you everything I have everything it doesn't matter if I lose sleep it doesn't matter if I work on weekends doesn't matter if I work late like I will give you out 100% and sometimes even more that's just the type of person I am like I will give you everything I have And so for me to be in a space where I was operating at like 50 to 60% on a daily basis and I wasn't operating at the level that I know I can operate on, it took a toll on me. I am not the type of person that can be okay with just giving whatever, you know, whatever I have, I'll give. That hasn't been my mindset. And so for me to be in that mindset, I just was not. I don't even think I didn't feel like I was performing at the best that I could perform because I wasn't giving it my all because I had lost passion about it. And so when I get in that space and I feel like I'm not performing as good as I could be, I'm starting to question my abilities as a person in general. I'm starting to question whether or not I can even do a job like this, 
or if I'm good enough for a job like this or if I'm good enough for any job at that at that matter that's in the same field. But at the core of that was just the fact that I had lost passion for this specific position, this specific job, because it was an old blessing. It just didn't fit me anymore. And because it's an old blessing and it's expired, I'm not able to fully operate with my full potential and passion because I know I'm not supposed to be there because I I can feel myself outgrowing it. The visual I'm getting right now is like I'm trying to fit myself into my old cheerleading outfit from high school. Like that's the type of like feeling you get where it's like you've just outgrown it. And so obviously it doesn't it doesn't fit the same way anymore. Another realization I got came from talking to a friend about it. I was having a conversation with them and I was talking about where I was at and the fact that I felt like I needed to leave my job. And I was expressing my frustrations with how I was feeling and what I was going through. And I had mentioned that I didn't understand why I had coworkers that were excited about things that were going on for the company and things that were growing and everything like that. But I wasn't. I felt felt like I, I wasn't excited. And when I had this conversation with my friend, they had said that a lot of times when we start something new, in the beginning, it can feel like we can do both. You know, we can do this new passion project and we can do also like our day to day work. And the passion project for me was spiritual slangs because I had started this podcast in the midst of this time. And so they continue to say that a lot of times when we start something new, eventually we won't always be able to do both fully. Eventually we'll end up getting pulled towards one. And once we get pulled towards one direction, we end up getting pulled further away from the other thing. And so at some point you have to let go of that other thing to fully pursue that new thing that you're working on, that new thing that you're going towards, that new thing that you're stepping towards. When they broke that down to me, I was like, Yes, exactly. Because I was working on spiritual slaying. I was producing for spiritual slaying. I was really, you know, doing this thing that you're listening to now. Um, But as I continued to do it and, you know, just got all this vision for it and really worked in and putting everything I have into it, I was getting pulled from that other thing. I was getting pulled from my job because, again, I was basically my chapter at my job had come to an end and it was time for me to close it so that I can open this new chapter. It's so funny. I actually don't have this in my notes, but I'm reminded of that time again where I was frustrated with, you know, my um, coworkers being excited about things and I didn't feel like I was necessarily excited about them. And I remember getting some revelation from God and really just feeling so much peace about it and peace about making the decision, which was, that I wasn't excited as much as they were because one, they had started their chapters there not that long ago and I had already been there for or been with the company for so long. And so of course, because they had started their chapters there um, and weren't as long into it as I was, they were excited. Whereas I was coming to the end of my chapter and I had run my course at this company. And so I was no longer excited because I had you know, it was it was basically time to pass on the baton. Like I was done there. And I got so much peace from that because it made me realize that it's okay 
to be done somewhere. It's okay to be done with something. I think a lot of times we can be hard on ourselves when we're not feeling the same things as other people or not feeling as passionate as other people or as excited as other people. And we just get caught up in how other people are feeling about things that we think that we should be that same way. But we're all different. All of our paths are different. You know, we're all called to different things. We're all called to be places for a certain amount of times, some longer than others. But we can't expect to feel and do things the way that other people do them because, you know, we're running, we're all running our own course. We're all running in our own lanes. And so that moment from God was definitely something that also gave me encouragement and peace about making the decision to leave. The last thing that I vividly remember happening and I am certain was a catalyst to me finally taking the step to leave and really walk in faith was this question that popped in my head that put everything into perspective. And that question was, what's the alternative to not making this decision? And that I was like, oh, no, (laughs) there is no alternative. I got to do it. No, but that question really did it for me. When I think about the alternative of not doing what I feel like God was telling me to do, staying somewhere comfortable and just missing out on blessings on blessings, the alternative is me staying somewhere and never having peace Because I'll always have the thought in my head that I was supposed to leave, but I didn't. And I'll always wonder what if. And that thought of like not having peace, I just could not live with. Even when I thought about staying and I was like trying to play it out in my head. And I was like, okay, so if I stayed here, how would this work? And anytime I had that thought, I didn't feel peace. I know what it feels like to have peace. And I know what it feels like to not have peace where I feel like maybe that's not the right thing to do. And that's how it felt when I thought about staying. So with that newfound perspective, I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's make the decision to leave. I believe a couple weeks after that or a few weeks after that, I had told my bosses that I was leaving. The crazy thing is, though, is that the meeting that I made that decision in, I wasn't necessarily planning on saying it there. I almost was planning on trying to work it out on my own and prolonging the decision to like maybe another week or another month. I was going to make the decision. I just didn't plan on doing it in that meeting. But again, God has a funny way of doing things. I walked into that meeting to talk about a couple of different things with my bosses. They had their agenda. I had my agenda. We're meeting on that. And I remember one of them saying to me that, Before we talk about anything else, are you happy? The crazy thing about that is that if they would not have asked me that, I don't know if I would have said it in that meeting. And if I wouldn't have said that in that meeting, I don't know how long I would have prolonged it. I would have done it, but I don't know how long I would have prolonged it. Again, that could also mean me missing out on blessings and what God was trying to do in my life because I'm not stepping when he's telling me to step. Back to the story, though. (laughs) And so when they asked me that question, I could not lie in that moment. I knew that for the last eight plus months, I was unhappy, that God was calling me somewhere else, that it just didn't fit. And so when they asked me that, I literally broke down 
full transparency in tears. And I said, no, I said, I don't think I can do this anymore. And those words were so hard to come out of my mouth because I was comfortable, because I was afraid, because they were like family, all of that. To give you a little more clarity on the happy question and why that question really just shook me and why I knew in that moment it was God and God knew what I needed to hear in order for me to make the decision. In the lead up to making the decision, I had mentioned that I was unhappy, but I also was so just not feeling like I should be there anymore that there would be moments while I was working during like the working hours, there would be moments where randomly I would just start bursting out into tears, like randomly. It wasn't like anyone said anything to me. It wasn't like anyone did anything to me. I would just randomly burst out into tears. And I would remember thinking to myself and saying to myself, like, I don't understand why I'm crying. Like, I don't know why I'm crying. And then I would say, I'm just not happy. And so fast forward to that meeting where I had with my bosses and they said, before we talk about anything, are you happy? I was like, wow, what a full circle moment. God is so strategic. He's so present in that because it's like that is the one thing that I would always say to myself randomly throughout the day when I just would burst out into tears or was having a hard time. I would say I'm just not happy. And so for them to ask me that, I just couldn't lie. And I had to say no. Once the decision was finally made, there were so many emotions that I felt and some of them were conflicting. That's the thing about taking these faith steps and making these big decisions is that they will affect you in so many different ways. And sometimes it will be in conflicting ways, in a sense, kind of like bittersweet, because you know that there's something ahead great for you, but then you're sad about leaving something or you're mourning something. And so it definitely was a mixture of emotions. For one, I felt so much peace. I knew that I had made the right decision. There was not one doubt in my head that I had made the wrong decision. Prior to making the decision, I had a bunch of doubts, fears, all of that. But once I finally uttered the words out of my mouth and put in my resignation, there was so much peace. There wasn't a doubt that even presented itself. I had so much peace because there was a burden that had been lifted off of my shoulders that I knew was there I just didn't know how heavy it was. And when I tell you, that thing was heavy because after I did that, all of a sudden I got so much passion back for life and and for what God was calling me to do and so much vision and so much peace and joy. Like all of that came once I finally made that step. That's just testament to, you know, how God shows up in moments when we are obedient. Leading up to such a decision, Things can feel a little blurry. Things can be confusing. Things can be hard. You can be, you know, worried, afraid, and all of that, doubtful. But once you actually make the decision and you're obedient, you're like, fine, God, I'm going to do it. God gives you the peace you need. God gives you the joy. He lifts that burden and he confirms that you made the right decision. And it felt so good to do that. There was a very critical moment where I felt sad though. I had peace about the decision, but I was sad at the same time. It wasn't like when I was sad, I didn't have peace. Or when I was sad, I wasn't questioning whether or not I made the right decision. I knew I did, but I was still sad. It was almost like I was mourning something. The night that I had made the decision, 
and it was set in stone. I had a moment in my living room where I was worshiping and I was laying on the floor as one does (laughs) and I was crying like not even cute crying. I was like ugly crying. (laughs) I was really, really crying. The type of crying that makes noise, you know, (laughs) and in that moment, I was like, I'm not crying because I think I'm making the wrong decision. I'm crying because I feel like I'm losing an identity. I said earlier that I had found identity in this job and I spoke about it in my last episode as well, but I was so tied to who I was there, so tied to the person I was there and the person I was outside of that job, but also knowing that that was my career or knowing that people knew me as that. And it didn't matter about any of you know what people thought or anything like that, but it was the fact that it was part of the identity that I created. And so like anything that you lose or you're letting go of, you are mourning it, you know? And so I sat on my living room floor and I cried it out (laughs) because I was losing an identity. That's how I felt. Even though it didn't feel great at the time, looking back, I'm in so much awe and thankful for that moment because it helped me to really see myself right, to see my identity right. I let go of something that I saw so much worth in. I accepted that I'm not just a marketer. That's what I did, but that wasn't who I was. Being able to let that go and accept this new reality came with so much joy. And it was honestly such a proud moment for me to be able to really do it. Also, in that realization, I truly adapted assignment versus purpose. We're not called to always stay places for super long because our purpose, you know, is has so many levels to it, but we're on assignment everywhere we go. We could be on on assignment at the gas station. And because I had found identity in this job, it was really hard to leave. But then as, you know, I came to terms with it and got peace over it and was like, wow, I'm not just a marketer. There's so much more to me. That's just what I did. It made me realize that I was on assignment there, hence why it's not meant for me to stay there. That wasn't my purpose. I executed parts of my purpose through that company, but I was on assignment there. And I am very aware of one key part to that assignment. And it's such a encouraging thing to be able to see come to life. Basically, I was able to meet people there and really just allow God to use me in certain situations and in certain lives for him to grow closer to them, for them to see God. And that was honestly, when I came to terms with that and was like, that's what you were called there for, I was like, wow. And there was many other things that I was was able to learn from there that would then help me in what God was calling me to do. But I can't help but really just hone in on this one specific part of the assignment that has honestly changed me in such an amazing way because I've been able to see God move tangibly in someone's life who wasn't a believer. And honestly, that's really what it's about. Bringing people to the kingdom. I briefly said a few minutes ago that this decision made me proud of myself. 
And another reason why I was proud and why that was an emotion that I was really feeling was because I was honestly able to put my money where my mouth is when it came to my faith. I think a lot of times, especially I've definitely done this, we can say we have faith, which I believe we do, but you're really able to see how much faith you have and your faith really gets tested when you have to put action with it. I think it's easy to say that we have faith and I think we do, you know, even when we don't put action to it, definitely think we do. I'm not saying we don't. But for me, I was able to really see the faith that I had and how much faith I had in God because he was asking me to do something where I would really have to show that I had faith in him. If I didn't have faith in him, then I probably wouldn't have left my job. But I did. And I worked through it and was like, wow, 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 wow. (laughs) You're really making me put my money where my mouth is. But honestly, I was proud that I was able to do it because it showed I didn't have to prove it to anyone or even to God because we don't have to prove things to God and just prove to myself that I believed what God was saying. Because we have to believe what God tells us. We have to believe the promises he has for us, you know, and what he says he's going to do, because that is faith in itself, you know. But if we don't believe it, then how is he going to do it? We don't even think we could do it. And so not only did I was able to prove myself, prove to myself the trust I had in God, but I was also able to really have faith not only in God, but also in myself that I could do what he was calling me to do. So it was definitely a proud moment for me amongst the sadness amongst the joy amongst the peace I was also proud once I made the decision as I said I had a lot of peace about it I definitely did not doubt that I made the right decision but that doesn't mean that I wasn't met with some opposition as I waited and not counted down the days but essentially counted down the days until I would actually leave the company because obviously there's the decision making and then the time period before you have your last day. And so I was definitely met with some opposition. And I think in everything, anytime we make a big faith move or a big decision, there's going to be moments where the enemy tries to plant in our mind like doubtful thoughts or thoughts that make you feel like you didn't make the right decision or that you shouldn't have done that. And so definitely be aware of that. For me, I knew there would probably be moments where I would want to second guess myself or I would have thoughts of, should I not leave? And so in anything, when you're going through a season of transition or you're going through a time where you're prepping for a big decision or prepping for a big life change, I think it's really important to take a step back from everything. And so what I did in preparation during the time period of the When I made the decision to my last day, I took a social media break. I wanted to make sure I was physically, mentally, and spiritually prepared for this new season and this new chapter of my life. So I definitely took a break and I stepped back from a lot of things that were consuming my time in order for me to really just get right with God, to get my mind right. I think that's really important because you are going to be met with opposition. You're going to be met with resistance especially if this is something that you know that God is calling you to do or you just feel strong in your spirit that you should do. The enemy doesn't want you to do it because of who you'll become in doing it, which is a better version of yourself. And the enemy doesn't want that. And so, of course, there's going to be moments where 
we try to psych ourselves out or we start second guessing and we have thoughts telling us that we shouldn't do it and all of that. And so it's important just to be prepared for those. And in doing so, what I did was take a step back and really just focus on God and focus on myself so that if those thoughts did arise, I would be able to fight back and I wouldn't let them take root and actually allow me to retract my decision. There were a couple times where those thoughts came up and what I did was replace them with thoughts of, I know that I know that I know that this is the right decision. And if this is something that God told me to do, then I know he won't leave me in the deep end. So I don't have to worry about the bills. I don't have to worry about the lifestyle. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to do next or any of that because it's all in God's hands now. That's the beauty of partnering with God. You're not in this by yourself. You're in it with him. And so you're never alone. Even when you don't see him, he's still there. He's with you every step of the way. And so I just honestly gave those worries anytime they came up, any doubts that came up, any second guessing, whatever, whenever it came up, I just gave it to God. And I said, God, you told me to do this. And so I'm giving this to you and I'm trusting that you're going to come through because you're the God that comes through, like that song says. The story I'll tell by Maverick City, they say you're the God that comes through. And that's that's just the truth. If God tells you to do something, he's going to make sure that you're taken care of and that you're provided for. And the reality is that God is the ultimate provider. God provided for me by way of my job, but that doesn't mean my job is my ultimate provider. God is. And so if he could provide for me through my job, then he could provide for me in different ways. You just have to trust him. And I just had to trust him in that moment. As I record this episode, I've officially been out of my job for about a month now. And there hasn't been one moment where I've regretted it. There has been moments where there's been worries that try to, you know, come up. But even when those worries try to come up, it never is met with regret or anything like that. And when those worries come up, I do the same thing I was doing previously, which is, give it to God. I don't need to worry. I know it's going to happen. I know that God is going to provide for me. But I will say it has been one of the best decisions I could have ever made for my life. Just because of where my headspace is at now, where my focus is at, and where my priorities are. It's interesting, though, that even in this time, there's been different opportunities that have come up. And I've really, really learned and am continuing to learn to distinguish between good and God. The God thing is definitely good, too. So it's distinguishing between something that is good and something that is good and God, because sometimes they're different. Not every good thing is God. FYI, (laughs) it would be just like the enemy to dangle something in my face that looked so good that I would take it and forget what God had told me to do in the first place. Forget that God told me to focus completely on spiritual slaying and not do this, this, and that. But if I know anything about the way the enemy works, he would do that just to distract me from what God is actually calling me to do. And so in times where we make big decisions and we make life changes, we have to be aware of everything. We have to make sure that We are being cognizant and really taking the time to understand why you made the decision in the first place so that you don't find yourself going back to something comfortable 
when it's presented in front of your face. Because it could be comfortable, but it can also be sound really good. And it's like, wow, this could this could be God. And this is awesome. And this is more than I than I had before and everything like that. But does it align with what God originally told you to do? And if that's a no, then I would take that to God because that could just be a good thing and not a God thing. So that's definitely something that I've had to work through in this time where I have had other job opportunities come up and I've had to really just understand whether or not these are just good things or if they're good and God things. And honestly, I found that a couple of them were just good things. They weren't God things. At the end of the day, I wanted to bring up this topic because I wanted to encourage you that if there's a big decision that has been on your spirit to take, whether that's leave a job, take a job, move states or even cities or leave an area of comfort. And there's so many other big decisions you can make. I just want to say to take it, especially if it's been on your spirit and you cannot shake that feeling or thought. I'm not going to lie, it's definitely scary and it's definitely dark. Even though I have peace in making the decision that I made, there's been moments where it's been a little bit scary and it's been a little bit dark because I didn't really know what was next. I didn't know what God was trying to do. But it's worth it. It's worth the darkness. It's worth the dependency on God. It is so worth it. Not only is it worth it because the possibilities are endless, because you're free in a sense that you're really giving your life to God and allowing him to navigate it and order your steps and just build your life and help you become who he's known you to become. And if you know anything about God, you know that his plans are always better than our own, that his purposes for our life are always better than our own, and they're better than what we could even imagine. But it's also worth it because you're not allowing your fear to hold you back from blessings. You're not allowing your fear to hold you back from taking the next step in your life. I always, always say to myself that I don't ever want to stand in my own way. I think a lot of times we can stand in our own way through our fears, through our insecurities, through our worries. And so we never, you know, like reach our full potential or take big steps or leaps of faith um, or faith steps because we're afraid and we're standing in our own way. But when you do it, it's worth it because you're allowing yourself to just thrive without getting in your own way. You're not allowing your fears and your insecurities and your doubts hold you back. Those might still be there and they might try to surface, but don't allow them to stop you. Don't allow them to hold you back. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spiritual Slang. I hope that it helped you in any way, shape, or form and related to your life in any way, shape, or form. It has been a journey. This journey has been a journey with this big decision that I made, really stepping out on faith and letting God do his thing, and really just trusting God's plans and not trying to make my own plans. As I mentioned, it has been the greatest thing I ever did for myself because I fully relinquished control and let go and let God. Anyway, I hope that you would continue to tune in. There are episodes every other week. Please like and follow and subscribe to the podcast um, on whatever platform that you listen to. It helps me tremendously. And I believe that's all I've got to say on here. 
Um, if you don't know, follow my Instagram at spiritual slang. I'm starting to post more on there and be more consistent and really just allowing God to move through me with the Instagram. So let's close out as I end every episode. I want to say trust your gut, trust God, and stay prayed up. Bye, y'all.